Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is the end. I, I don't know if I'm wording this correctly. The end of the legislative season. That's what I'm calling it. And we have uh, Minority Leader Rob Ort to uh, join us. Senator, uh, congratulations on making it through the season. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Uh, really, it's not me. It's, it's, it's New Yorkers that made it through. However, we did not make it through from my standpoint unscathed. But... Uh, as the old saying from Mark Twain, once the New York State Legislature is out of session, uh, you know people can uh, breathe a sigh of relief, and their their person and property are more safe with us not being in Albany. You know, uh, I, I read your uh, statement uh, that you put on Twitter yesterday, and let's just go through uh, some of the issues you had with what happened uh, this year in Senate, uh, or, or things that you know maybe New Yorkers don't know that's going on in Albany as uh, the session closes out. Uh, first, you, you talk about the one-party rule. You talk about you know a lot of things. The number one thing I want to bring up because it's also in the New York Post today is you know this idea with migrants coming to New York and then going from New York City all throughout the state. Um, and it seems like instead of trying to slow this down uh, in Albany, they're speeding it up and giving more um, incentives to migrants, to illegal immigrants coming to New York State. Yeah, so we passed a law, um, and this is a law that is, you know, the Democrats and the progressives sort of do this step by step. We, I've seen this now since they've taken control of the legislature uh, you know, they, they, they chip away at the ultimate goal. So their ultimate goal is state-sponsored health care. You know, the, the New York Health Care for All Act, government-run health care, socialized medicine, socialized health care. That is the goal. Uh, what they did the other night was they, they passed a law that, is, that grants health care, government-funded, taxpayer-funded health care, um, to illegal immigrants. Now, migrants currently the migrants that are, that are claiming asylum, they, under, under federal law, because it's federal money that, that flows through the states on this, they are eligible, many people don't know this, they are already eligible to receive health care under asylum status, which might be problematic and, and, and was you know, sort of concerning to me. But what's, what, I, what I didn't know, and a lot of New Yorkers did, I don't think know, is that now, under this law, Illegal immigrants. So all the folks who are here, they're not, they're not, uh, they don't have asylum. They're not granted any sort of, they have no status. They are here illegally, whether they've been here for a week, a year, or 10 years. They suddenly, overnight, will be eligible for publicly funded health care, courtesy of, 
of federal taxpayers, but last time I checked, New York State taxpayers pay federal taxes. So courtesy of New York taxpayers, they will now receive uh, health care, um, even as so many New Yorkers struggle to pay for their own health care. And to your point, the New York Post point, you talk about the migrant crisis and why are so many people coming to New York? This is exactly the reason. Because we're a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state, because we are far more concerned with people who are here illegally. We are far more concerned with people who have broken our laws, who've been in and out of jail. Those are the priorities. Make no mistake, those are the priorities of New York Democrats, including those here in Western New York, in Rochester, and Syracuse. It's not just New York City. Democrats across the state, in many cases, voted for this law. Uh, and so very, very frustrating, very disappointing, uh, I think, for all New Yorkers. Uh, who, who pay taxes here in the state of New York. Yeah, I was surprised uh, myself to see that it passed uh, 41-21, really without uh, much contest. Um, you know, looking out uh, of what happened this legislative season, we had the budget, uh, Senator, and that was, you know, the biggest budget in the country uh, passed right here, or the second largest budget in the country right here in New York, and all the things coming from that budget that I think a lot of New Yorkers are still learning of. Yeah, right, right. You, you know, the budget was late this year, Joe, as you mentioned. So we passed the budget about a month or so after it was due. April 1st, I think it was passed somewhere in, in, in May 1st or May 3rd or something like that. So um, and, and so th- we're still sort of, you know, it's a $229 billion budget. Uh, it's it's a, one, we spend one and a half times what the state of California says, one, one and a half times more per person in the state of California. So, you know, our, our, everyone's, I think, used to hearing that our budget is larger than Florida and Texas combined, even though they have more people individually in those states than we do. But I think everyone expects California, Democrat state, big state, they probably spend a ton of money, and they do, uh, and they're much larger than New York. And yet we spend, actually, if you break it out, one and a half times more per person. And, and I think the problem that I always say is, why is it so much more expensive to run the state of New York? You know, if, if it's so much more expensive than this, we should be, you know, New Yorkers should be getting, should feel that they're getting the best service from their state government. I don't think that's the case. That's why so many people are leaving. Um, but, but the people who are coming in, like we talked about, whether it's migrants, whether it's illegal immigrants, whatever term you want to use, it's people who, are, who do not have, they are not citizens. They are not citizens of, the, of, the, of America or the state of New York, um, and they are coming here. And why not? Who could blame them? If you, if there was a country handing out all the benefits of citizenship without being a citizen, that's where you would go to if you were looking for a better life. So um, I don't fault them. I fault I fault our federal government in some cases, but I fault our state government. You know, you can get health care here if you're illegally, but if you're a New York resident who wants to use a gas stove in your new home, you can't do that. You know, that's where we that's where we are. And, uh, you know, we passed a reparations bill, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, uh, as well as moving local, basically nullifying local elections. Uh, we did that as well. So really a, a tough session. If you're a New Yorker out there, a lot of your listeners, between the, the natural gas ban, between new taxes, between, uh, you know, health care for illegals, between the migrant crisis, which we have created, uh, clean slate, we're sealing criminal convictions, um, after three years for misdemeanors, eight years for felonies, 
and then we're, we're nullifying local elections because local elections are pesky and they get in the way of sort of the Democrats' national narrative. So really not a great legislative season uh, as, as you called it. Yeah, I, uh, I heard Carl Calabrese talk about this on uh, Bellavia show Friday. What is, what is happening with Election Day in New York State? What, what's going on with local elections? Yeah, so New York State, as is, is, for most people know, um, in, in the even years, right? So I'm, as a state senator in our even years, that's when I run. Every two years, uh, so whether it's a gubernatorial or presidential, uh, myself, your members of Congress, we all run in the even years. Your local supervisor, town board, your city councils, they all run generally in odd years, unless there's like a, a special election or somebody leaves unexpectedly or what have you. But those elections are scheduled in, in odd years. Um, and, and the value of that, as someone who was a local elected official in the city of North Tonawanda, is that when you're running for mayor or town board or supervisor or even county legislator, you're not drowned out by all of the ads, money, focus on the national issues. Because otherwise, then it, then it just you just get lumped in and you're on that boat, whatever it is, right? So you're able, you're able if you're a Democrat and you're in a Republican-leading area, you can win because you're talking about roads or you're talking about a local issue, and, and that's what voters care about, obviously, and they should. But if you're running in, in a, uh, a, a presidential year all the time, no one's, no one's even going to know about your race. They're all going to be focused on the president, Congress. You know, all those up ballot races, as we say, and down ballot is going to get washed, washed away, completely washed away. Now, you might say, well, why are we doing that? Because Republican voters turn out at a higher rate in midterm and in even and odd years. We turn out at a better rate, meaning that we get more percentage of Republican voters turn out every election cycle than Democrats. Democrats don't turn out very often in local years. That's the fact. They turn out mostly in presidential years and sometimes in other even-numbered years. So what are the Democrats' solution to this pesky issue? Uh, they're going to just combine all the elections into one term. This is not about voter turnout. It's about outcome. They want to tip the balance so that in some of these areas where they still can't win, even though they've made all these election law changes, they want to essentially rig the system so they get the outcome that they're trying to get, which is more Democrat control. As if New York wasn't democratically controlled enough, it's still not enough for them, apparently. They need to do this change. So um, it's very obvious. It's very blatant. It's a power move. No question about it. Um, whether it's constitutional or whether it can hold up in court will remain to be seen. There should be a legal challenge on this, um, and I've called for that. And I'm sure I'm going to be talking to people who will who will follow through on that. But this is a really, really uh, blatant political power grab. It's not about voter fatigue. Voters are fatigued and they're moving to Tennessee and Florida and Texas and they're voting down there. Um, that's the, the issue Democrats should be focused on instead of just trying to uh, uh, make this political power move. But this is this is a bad, bad, bad move if you actually care about local issues, local elections. And as Republicans, we tend to think that's the level of government that we should be, uh, that is closer to the people. So very, very frustrating. When would that go into effect? Would that go into effect before any kind of legal challenge or would it have to go through all the legal challenges before we saw a change in election days for those local races? 
so currently under the law, it doesn't, it's not scheduled to really start taking effect for a couple of years, obviously, because you have people like this year's an odd year. So there's already people running and there's already terms on the ballot. And so they, they, you know, they can't really change that out of the gate. So this is a um, three to four year away from actually going into effect under the under the, the law as it's written, Joe. So there's plenty of time for a legal challenge on this. So that's not the concern. Um, the interesting thing is, you know what they did do? They carved out cities and city, you know, city councils, so mayors uh, and cities. Now, it's ironic that they would do that, let's say the city of Buffalo, city of Rochester, city of New York, because who runs those places locally? Generally, they're all controlled by Democrats. Uh, now, they'll say, well, we constitutionally, we can't change those. They need a constitutional amendment. No such bill has been put in by the Democrats to do a constitutional amendment. Zero. Because they have no interest. Those local elections are already performing the way they would like them to perform because they're getting the result that they would like to get. Senator, you also brought up uh, reparations. Now, we've heard this in California, right? And I think we've heard it to the point where then the governor of California said, well, maybe we don't have the money to do this. Uh, (laughs) What's going on here in New York? Uh, A a bill has passed to consider reparations? Yeah, we're, we're of course, as you know, I'm sure you've talked about in your program, if California does something, we, we just have to follow the same path. I mean, it could be over the cliff. California could launch people into Mars and New York would be right there the next day to try to like one up that because that is just how we measure ourselves. And so um, California did a reparation study and, and, and they put a commission together. The commission came back with a, with a report and recommended that, you know, every, every, uh, I don't know, I don't know how they did it. People that were descended from slavery or people who were just of, of African-American descent uh, were entitled to like a, over a million dollars. And, and, and it, it, I mean, the amount of money would have bankrupted the state of California. And so the governor had to, had to like, walk it back. Well, now, here in New York, we're going on the same path. We created – this bill is going to create a, a commission, a study group uh, that is going to look at this issue and come up with recommendations. No doubt reparations is one of the uh, considerations, um, which means payment, payment to people. And, and the best is – you don't even have to be you don't even have to be descendant of a slave to be considered for under this reparations uh, act, this reparations bill that we passed. I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, we do not have the money to do this. We don't even have the money to do the the, the clean uh, the, the the CLCPA, the environmental stuff. That's another bill that we passed that we don't we don't know how we're going to pay for it. We don't have the money. But this is first of all, if you believe this, obviously slavery. Uh, was was a thing in the United States 160 years ago. We just passed a clean slate law that seals criminal records after eight years for a felony. Because as the Democrats put it, someone should not be judged by their worst moment forever. They shouldn't be judged by their worst moment forever. We got to be able to move on. That's what they said on the floor of clean slate. Well, how how long does the United States have to be judged by its worst moment? How many years? it's, It's not 160. Is it 200? Is it 250? At what point do we as a nation have to be able to say, yes, this was bad, and now we are past it, and we should continue to put – maybe that's the answer. And if you think it was so bad, how is paying somebody? And then that to me almost cheapens it. Like, here, here's, here's some money. That should make it all better. No, 
What we should be doing is making sure that all people, regardless of your color, have an opportunity to succeed here in America. And I believe most people do. If you stay out of jail, if you don't rob or hurt people, you don't do drugs, you go to school, you have the best opportunity of anywhere in the world. Now, if you don't do those things, your opportunity goes down. But this is just, we're moving in a direction. We, we can't do it. If California couldn't do it, we're not going to be able to do it. But we have to go down this path because the far left, this is the new, this is the new thing. You know, this is the climate science. We got to, you know, completely eliminate fossil fuels, wreck our economy. But this is the new social justice move is reparations. And, uh, you know, we'll find out what this commission is going to do, Joe. But really, really uh, it, divisive, really going to be divisive. And again, the state of New York at $229 billion, we absolutely will not be able to afford anything close uh, to what California proposed. And I would anticipate this is going to end up in the same spot. You mentioned the Clean Slate Act uh, that passed and it's sealing some criminal records after seven years. You know, this is after you've got district attorneys from around the state talking about how, you know, how bad a lot of the bail reform has been in New York State. Uh, again, you talk, You mentioned doubling down earlier. It seems, you know, even though the proof is there that they continue to double down. And this is, in my opinion, another um, example of that. Well, what do you think? Yeah, this is another pro bill. I mean, I mean, there's no other way to put it. This, the, only, the only people pushing for this were those people who have been in and out of jail on a regular basis. And it has nothing to do, and, and you're right, you can't look at it in the vacuum. You have to look at it in the context of everything else we've done, bail reform, less is more, discovery reform. Um, I'm sure next year we'll get to the bill that, that offers prisoners a pension. We passed a bill in the Senate this year that said if prisoners don't want to work, they have the right to refuse work in jail. Um, we are very concerned in New York. The Democrats are very concerned about prisoners and criminals. Very, very concerned. Um, less so about hardworking New Yorkers and taxpayers. That we're, we're lower on the, on the scale of priorities. But under this bill, as you mentioned, it would seal criminal records autom uh, automatically. So right now, New Yorkers should know, you have the ability, if you come out of jail, you have the ability to petition to have your record sealed. We passed this a couple years ago. You can petition, and then it's, you know, your case is considered, and then it's either sealed or it's not sealed, depending on your, your record since you've been out, what you did, that kind of thing. Um, now it's going to be automatic. Three years for misdemeanor, eight years for a felony. Um, and this is going to cause all kinds of issues really in the criminal justice system with prosecutors because what this really does is, you know, somebody that's been arrested time and time again or arrested multiple times, those crimes can be used in future trials or, or what have you. Not only they will not be able to because those will be sealed. Um, a landlord will not know after three years or eight years, depending on what it is, they will not know who they're renting to. They'll have no knowledge. And there's some real heinous crimes on this list, Joe. This is not like just, uh, if you can believe this one, the negotiations, murder, murder had to be negotiated out. The Democrats initially wanted murder to be sealable. And it was negotiated, I believe, murder is, is, is not sealable. My God, thank you. What a, what a win for, for the pro-public safety advocates out there. Um, but this is, you know, victims of crimes, that's with them forever. There's no, there's no 
there's no uh, sealable moment for them. They don't get to seal it away and forget it. You lose a loved one, you're raped, you're attacked, you're robbed, you're carjacked, you're shot. Those, those don't go away. But, you know, we, we don't want to talk about that. Um, and, and, and so many folks, if, look, if you're out of jail and you don't recommit for three years under this law, if you did that now, you can get a job, Joe. I, I go around to small businesses all over the place. They're desperate for employees. And most employers are willing to give people a second chance. You know, if you got in trouble when you were younger and you've been clean since then, you want to work in a restaurant, you want to work. You're, I think there's real opportunities out there. So the notion that this is somehow a jobs bill or an economic bill or a public safety bill could not be more ludicrous. It is just another example of New York Democrats' fixation, a fixation on those who have broken the law as somehow we're, we're moving to a more just society. Um, we're moving to a more dangerous society, a more lawless society. That's all we're doing. And unfortunately, this session, you're right, New York Democrats doubled down on all the stuff that um, – has, has clearly been a problem for New Yorkers. It's made us a less safe state, a more expensive state, and all the things we just talked about are doing almost both at once. State Senator Rob Ort, he is the Republican leader. Senator, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thanks, Joe, for having me. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 